What's up, everybody? This is Thomas Bahamas, and you are here for episode number 30 of Solana Weekly. I'm here to drop some alpha on what's going on and where we are going in this space. So where we are going right now is up. And uh, yeah, hoping this trend continues. It sure looks like it will. And uh, we have finally got a positive narrative leading to positive price action. And hot damn, it's about time. Uh, yeah. You know, just it seems like all the regulatory pressure is being followed by TradFi actually making their move into crypto, right? So, um, you know, there, I don't know, kind of seems like some shady dealings were going on. But uh, what we're seeing is BlackRock coming in with an ETF. Um, They've got a pretty good track record of getting approval for ETFs. So um, that includes a 275 to 1 record. Um, so they're coming in with that. And I mean, they're a massive player in this field, right? So um, that kind of legitimizes uh, other businesses taking interest in this. And we're just seeing a bunch of people coming back to the space. So um, that brings some positive news. And you know what? It feels great. So we're, we're soaking up the sun right now, and uh, I couldn't be happier. I've been bull posting all morning and uh, couldn't wait to start recording here. So uh, to dig into that price action that we're talking about, so Solana is sitting at 1690 so you know up a total of 13% on the week. Um, it's, it's really looking like we might fill that gap up back above 22, 23 area. Um, you know, if this keeps going up and it, and it sure looks like it is, uh, I'm definitely long and I had a, I had a take profit set at about 22 and the main man Darb came into the trading channel of Mugdow and said, it looks like we're heading back up and had a take profit box around 22. So I feel validated. I feel seen, you know, I feel euphoric and just because of that. So I, to be, um, to be right on something like that feels great. Yeah. I feel like normally I kind of have my trades or have a setup in mind and then, uh, check out, you know, what these other crazy players are doing and check out their crazy graphs that they're looking at and they're completely different. Right. So, um, nice to kind of be on the same side, um, as Darb, uh, he kind of runs the Monkey Baby Business Discord trading. So uh, I like that. Um, but yeah, we, we've got a bullish trend. Things are looking good. Um, you know, as I said, I, I am bull posting like crazy. And I just looked at the chart again, and we're breaking through resistance at 17.05. So let, let's go. Um, you know, we, we saw this. I mean, we were looking pretty bad there. We got, I think it was under 14 for a little bit. So um, you know, as far as the week goes, I mean, this is looking great. Um, and this is kind of across the board, right? So it isn't just Solana that's pumping. 
um, ETH and Bitcoin as well. So Sol ETH is up just like a tiny bit to 0 0.00914. Still down pretty low, but um, as far as the way this rally goes, it's Bitcoin and ETH that are leading this, right? So Solana isn't that far behind. Um, but I think what we're going to see is the coins that have been kind of held down by the bear should really fly on the backs of Bitcoin and ETH. Um, I know it's, you know, you'll kind of see people say stick with the majors, it's stick with the major seasons by Bitcoin and ETH, but, um, you know, it, it looks like Solana is actually holding levels with both. So um, I am excited to see that. And I think that when it comes down to it, I think Solana is going to actually outperform. Um, so I'm, I'm holding all, uh, but that's that's kind of my outlook on that. Uh, when it comes to Sol BTC, it is down just a tiny bit. So Bitcoin outperforming a little bit, um, but very small. But it's, you know, again, it's Bitcoin season. Um, and Solana is holding its own, um, you know, kind of the reasoning behind this Bitcoin uh, rally, you know, we, we did kind of touch on it, but, you know, it's BlackRock, right? They announced their ETF application and their massive approval rate. Uh, BlackRock is $10 trillion in assets, I think. So um, this will bring in a lot of interest. Um and it's, and it's not just, you know, their clients, right? This legitimizes, um, you know, other businesses getting in. Uh, I think Fidelity's applying for an ETF. There's a few others as well. So um, this, this brings the level of interest back like crazy. So we're excited. Um, yes, yeah, you know, it's kind of a shift in the perception uh, in the risk of all of crypto, right? So there's even rumblings now that Gary Gensler is getting fired, um, you know, with the backlash from both sides of the aisle on all the regulation that we've been seeing. And this kind of made everyone look bad, right? So um, I don't think anyone likes the way that he's been handling it. And there's enough people coming out against him uh, and, I mean, the current administration in general. So they need to make some shifts. And it looks like he's on the choppy block. Um Everyone's excited to see it. You know, you never know who's going to replace him or how bad that person can be. But I imagine it should be a pretty good change. Um, and yeah, I mean, with that, I mean, we're seeing this downtrend come to an end. Uh, I'm here for it, and I will be looking forward to a great summer. So now that we kind of hit the prices, um, the main topic that I wanted to go over is actually the the level of outperformance that we're seeing on Solana. Um, you know, a lot of times you see people tweeting out, this is only possible on Solana, just use Solana. But there are some areas that I just don't think anyone is going to be able to compete with them on a short-term or maybe even a long-term basis, right? There, um, we're seeing kind of the lead, not the lead, yeah, I, mean, I guess it could be the lead, but um, they're, I mean, they're at the front, they're leading in a bunch of different areas, I think, and they're not stopping, right? So, um, you know, they're pressing that lead, they're constantly innovating, constantly developing, and and it's awesome to see. So, um, you know, with that, the two areas that I think that they're actually, you know, I don't think everybody understands a lot of what's been going on in both the NFTs 
and in uh, DeFi. You know, everyone says Solana DeFi is dead, but I actually don't think it is. Uh, so that's kind of what I want to focus on here. And as far as NFTs, so something that was just recently done was the release of compressed NFTs and the actual implications of these. Um, I originally kind of thought this was going to be a nothing burger and, you know, really cheap NFTs didn't really, I don't know, you know, everyone was talking about compression, this compression that, um, I didn't really see the value of having really cheap NFTs, but it's actually really sick and there's no other blockchain that really has anything close, right? So with compression, we are literally distributing massive amounts of NFTs for free. So not a single cost to the recipient of these NFTs. Uh, we're seeing collections, you know, 350,000 uh, big. So, I mean, the, the sky is the limit on these. Um, and, you know, there's, uh, you know, what is it, Drip House? Um, yeah, the... the what they're able to do is pretty cool, right? So in my mind, it's always been, you know, distribution of images is going to be cheap and ownership of those images is actually going to be what's expensive. Um, where, you know, I think we're still going to have that. We're still going to have the boutique collections. Um, however, you know, there's also the exact opposite of that. What if, what if they turn that whole idea on its head? Um, and made ownership and distribution really cheap. And I think it's cool. It's fun. I mean, anybody can get a really cool NFT for a dollar or less. Um, so I, I'm actually pretty excited about this. Um, and, you know, especially without a single cost to a consumer, you know, if you want to get a new, you know, if you want to onboard somebody that's never had an NFT before, doesn't really know that much about digital assets, do it for free, right? You know, recommend Solana and say, hey, check it out. You know, it's 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 pretty fun. It's addictive. It's uh, it's a really cool way to get onboarded, I think. So um, really excited about it. And what we're seeing, you know, new alt ones, they can't compete with this at all, right? So um, where I think we're really seeing this is, you know, with Sui. So they put out, you know, kind of their chart and a cost of creating NFTs on different chains. And what they did is they just decided to leave out the cost of compressed NFTs completely off the chart because they can't even compete with it. Um, what they did is they said that it was because what that actual token was, was just a hash that points to something off chain. But that's literally every NFT. And in order to actually move any of those NFTs, you need to sign a transaction to transfer it, right? So, um, you know, incorrect in, on the, uh, in that chart. And they didn't come to the right conclusion there. But I imagine that they had to do that uh, in order to make it look like they could compete. And it, in fact, we're kind of seeing this level of domination that Solana has. Um overall with the launch of both Aptos and Sui. Um, so we can't really compete on any, any level, right? They had to falsify their TPS calculations in order to be relevant. So they included all the instructions within a transaction as being a transaction. Um, I think I covered this in another episode, but 
it's not the way a transaction works, right? You sign one transaction and that's a transaction. Um, changing the definition of it doesn't necessarily, doesn't do anything. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, yeah, I, I saw another tweet where it's, you know, L1s typically take about a year to gain traction and, you know, actually find product market fit. Um, the product market fit that they're looking for is there's nothing new, right? So, you know, take a look at Aptos. It's, it's pretty much a zombie train already. Um, it's been, you know, it's been out for about seven months and they've been extremely mediocre months. Um, they might be catching a little pump right here, but that's, you know, I don't, I don't know anybody that uses Aptos anymore. I don't know why you would, right? There's no, there's nothing that they're doing great at. Um, but yeah, and, and I mean, this just goes to the NFTs on Solana right now are simply a better experience than every single other chain, right? So, you know, something that they did was, you know, with, with Tensor, um, so they took the best of ETH and built out Tensor. So, you know, I think it started out as something pretty similar, but what they actually built is probably 10x better than Blur. You know, I think I think that Tensor is one of the best trading platforms we've seen, um, and fully shows off the capabilities of Solana. Uh, it's great to use, um, and I don't think that you could really see that on any other chain. Um, you know, you could look at what some of the other chains have tried to do. Um, so we take a look at, you know. All right, so Solana has the, you know, they've got the community, they've got the quick, cheap transactions, they've got the developers with the marketplaces, the wallets. So what Polygon did was like, all right, you know what, our chain's pretty vast. Um, why don't we try to buy all the protocols from Solana and bring them to Polygon? Um, and they did, right? A pretty much full-on attack. Um, not, not attack, but I mean similar to it, right? So they got Magic Eden, Utes, and Phantom to all, you know, release support for their chain. Um, and, you know, for a while, I thought it was going to work. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, I thought that there, there would be more volume on there. And I, I, I mean, a lot of the experience within Phantom and within Magic Eden was great. Um, but there, there's no community there. So um, there's absolutely no volume. Uh, I think Utes are one of the most traded. There's not, they're not even traded that often. And then there's a bunch of wash trading of vases on there. Um, and I mean, overall, it's a worse experience, right? So I, nobody moved over from Solana to Polygon because there's no incentive to use a worse chain. Um, like, yeah, we might have dipped our toes in it, but it, it's not... It's not it, right? So it it didn't have it. So they didn't have the community, and you got a worse experience. So what what we're seeing is on Solana is an experience that really can't be beat, right? With the most amount of users. So, um, yeah, and and I mean, it, it goes to show. I mean, you dip your toes in the ordinals world, and oh man, it's terrible. Um, you know, a transaction takes 30 minutes sometimes. 
um, you know, half, if you go look at a popular collection, you'll look and, you know, there's a spinning icon next to the actual NFT showing that a buy is in progress. Um, you know, the, there's no way that that's a good uh, UI or, or a good way that people want to trade. It's just something different. Um, and, you know, it's kind of the fad right now, but whatever. Um, I, I don't I don't see that as a long-term solution to NFTs, right? Um, so, I mean, overall, I there is no better NFT experience than on Solana right now. Um, yeah. And then now we'll move over to DeFi. So when it comes to DeFi, you know, the, the best example of DeFi on Solana that I think right now is Drift. Um, so they have on-chain perps and, you know, when they, when they originally came out, it was pretty similar to GMX. So GMX is a also... You know, they also give you leverage to trade on Arbitrum. And, you know, they, a few months back, they have a couple different offerings and you could trade on leverage and it's on chain. Um, so it started out similar, but in the last couple of months, Drift has, you know, 100x their platform and GMX has really done nothing. Um, and I think the difference of this, you know, kind of exemplifies like what, what we're actually seeing, right? So the GMX trading platform, good, solid. Um, it's on Arbitrum, so relatively cheap compared to ETH. Um, but nothing has changed in the last few months, really. Um, where Solana in the last few months, they did so much to their actual protocol that you wouldn't even recognize Drift um, if you looked at the old version now. And we're used to the version today. Um, the difference is, you know, it's it's night and day. So setting up a trade on Drift is, it, it has everything that you want. So what they were able to do is, you know, release, um, listen to customer consumer feedback and adjust, build out what they want. And they're getting more usage because of that, right? So, um yeah, like I said, setting up a trade on Drift is great. So you can set a limit order with a stop loss, a take profit level, and it creates this in seconds and it costs a few cents to set up. So the whole process is amazing. Um, you know, you can, you, you know, as far as collateral goes, you can use uh, USDC, which is probably most popular, or if you wanted to, you could use Sol or um, MSOL, which is liquid, liquid staked uh, Solana as well. So I think that's a pretty cool option. I don't think that that's something you see everywhere, but um, I, I, I think that's really cool. Um, then on top of that experience, what you're seeing is they're able to add on a bunch of new tokens that you can actually trade with, right? So start out with BT, Sol, and ETH, um, but since they've added Doge, Bonk, uh, optimism, Arbitrum, Render, and it just doesn't look like they're stopping, right? So um, they've got, I think there's cross-chain cross swaps now as well. Um, so they are just doing a ton, and I think that it's uh, Solana that is allowing them to do all of this. And, I mean, it's turning Solana into the one-stop shop 
right? So if I want exposure to Doge, I don't have to go to a centralized exchange anymore, right? Um, you know, you could do this all on chain and they will, they match the price with Doge on there. So, um, you know, I, this isn't its final form and this probably won't be the only protocol that's doing this, but you know, the, the speed and these low transaction costs makes this all possible. Um, and I think that it's protocols like this that are actually only possible on Solana. So I love to see it, love the protocol, love to see where it's going. Um, you know, I've seen rumblings about them maybe dropping a token, hopefully an airdrop, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, that this experience can't really be topped at this point. And what we're seeing is, you know, no developer on Solana is going to be hitting cruise control anytime soon, right? They're pressing the gas and they're continuing to ship nonstop because that's that's kind of the ethos of Solana. Um, and, you know, it's, it's great to see and it's, you know, a fun time to be a user because we get to see all this, you know, in real time. You know, if I have an issue, I'll go into the Discord and say, hey, your charts aren't updating very quick. What's going on? Uh, but I'll get an answer in a second. So I, I like it. And uh, and yeah, I mean, I love to see it. And I'm, yeah, it only makes me more bullish, right? So we've got a bullish sentiment. We've got bullish, pri bullish price action. And we have the best protocols that are already being built out. So I, I mean... I'm hoping this just shoots right up. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, you know, I had some time off, you know, over the weekend and that's kind of what I thought it was just how much better a lot of these protocols actually are. Um, so that, that was what I reflected on. Um, and that's kind of bigger picture stuff. Um, but you know, kind of some other fun things that went on. So, um, Marco Lino, he dropped, Bit dudes, um, he did it through this five dollar NFT um, company or project, and it, they're sick. He did the he's the one that actually did the artwork for this pod, so I've got to give him a shout out. Uh, have a bunch of those. They did really well and kind of dipped a little bit, but we'll see if they come back. Uh, we got the announcement for Solana Monkey Businesses Mint, so. They're doing like a pre-sale and you get a barrel before you actually get uh, a barrel NFT before you actually get your SMB. Um, but that's coming up next week. So June 26th, 27th and 28th. And I am ready. So the previews are sick. Um, I think I get one for my SMB. I can get three pre-sailed. And then um, after that, I go into the public auction. So I'll try to get as many as I can. Um, Really excited for that. And I'm, I'm excited for uh, opening up the doors to SMB to bring in more people. Um, and I mean, this is what's going to allow them to actually own the project. Um, so it's a fundraise for the, for the MugDAO. And I mean, with that, I mean, that's going to be, I don't know. It's, gonna, it's hard to not see them at the top of the food chain on Solana NFTs. So um yeah, very excited about that. And I mean, overall, you know, we're gearing up for Solana summer right now and I'm freaking pumped. Um, hope you guys are enjoying this pump and yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Solana weekly and, uh, I will look forward to catching you next week. Thanks so much.